everyone. Good evening, my sugar baby family. Um, so just a quick intro again, just in case you are new to my podcast. I am Danny, and others know me as Danny underscore Beach Blonde on Insta. Um, so I started this adventure with the podcast to, to kind of discuss everything, um, just an open conversation about those subjects that aren't really spoken about or those subjects that we're all too shy to discuss. Um, so before we start, I just want to say again a massive huge thanks to Chris Higgs for my sugar baby intro. It's epic and I'm so happy with it. And on top of that, I just want to mention that this is recorded live. So what I say on this podcast or what we say on this podcast stays on the podcast. Um, so apologies to start with. Um, so it's week number five sugar babies and this week again I will be joined by my beautiful sister Lou so for anyone who doesn't know I've dragged uh, my little sister as my co-star for a few previous podcasts now um, and probably into the future and to be fair I'm kind of glad I did um, as the outcome has been really really positive so first of all I just want to thank all the positive feedback and also a huge thank you to my little sister for being awesome and joining me on this mad little journey that we have uh so Lou say hi to everyone again hello sugar babies I'm back (laughs) (laughs) she'll be back a lot um so uh this week my sugar baby family um it will be myself and obviously Lou uh discussing the opinion the facts and the outcome on who we believe are the hornier who is the horniest side of the lot of life, basically? Is it men? Is it women? Um, so, Lou, just a quick fire round uh, for you. Who do you think is hornier, men or women? And why, in a brief few sentences, have you come to that? Um, I reckon women. Okay. Just because um, the majority of my friends, I suppose, are. And <laughs> they are all quite horny as well as myself. <clears throat> um, but obviously, we have a monthly time. Um, mm-hmm. That, that comes that obviously puts your hormones all out of place and I think that's probably the most like horniest time going um, yeah and so yeah I would say women overall as as much as men definitely are I think women pester for it a bit more than men do yeah no so uh my thought uh quickly before we kind of get into the facts and the outcomes I have to say women as well I believe that men openly talk about it more but I think women have something built in them to be hornier. Um, so, for instance, it's like the saying goes, it's always the quiet ones, mm. which I 100% agree with. So, yeah, I completely agree with that. So, kind of uh, moving forward, babies, uh, we can all agree that the pandemic has sucked for a lot of people. And kind of with that said, it was the pandemic in itself um, that kind of killed people's libidos. Um, as Boris I'm sorry, Boris, but you did put a ban on pretty much everyone having sex. Um, So I would just like to say naughty Boris. Um, But don't worry, sugar uh, sugar baby family. I have done my research and I have read kind of my reports and I'm here to tell you all where they have gone and how to get them back and kind of how to make them stay and who out of the pandemic has struggled more um, because we're all too horny to handle I think coming out of this pandemic do you not agree <laughs> it's like letting an animal out of a cage <laughs> it's gonna be pretty wild out there I tell you well I think now every, everything's open like bars and whatnot I think everyone's just on a free fall mm-hmm. but sure. so again I'm not a sex ex- all a, I am not a sex expert and, and neither is my sister but um 
I am here to save the nation in this sense with the lack of sex and the lack of orgasms that have been happening. So again, thank you, Boris. Uh, You have turned me into a superhero and helping the nation through their sexual woes. Uh (laughs) so uh i can i can honestly say i think boris has done one thing right um so apparently the pandemic interestingly has killed women's libidos more than it has men Mm. back to the point that we think women are hornier than men it's it's because we are so without sex women's libidos are just kind of just gone non-existence um but again to me i don't believe that it is a shock so kind of looking into the research i've kind of find found some uh, interesting things to uh kind of back up my story on the men versus women um oh. and a few other little things uh to help us all out um so let's start with porn because we touched on it last week um so as i mentioned and as it is said that men watch three times as much porn than women um as it's assumed that they are hornier while watching it um but experts from max planck sorry if i said that wrong um which is the institute for um biological cybernetics uh, scanned the brain of volunteers while showing them sexual images and you guessed it women got just as turned on as men and then some i'm just saying now does that shock you lee um well no not really i suppose maybe women get more turned on by it because they don't watch it as often Mm. as blokes do like blokes if they're watching it this often they're kind of knowing what to expect whereas for women if they do watch it it's probably something quite new to them and maybe makes them think oh I'll give that a go um so no I don't (laughs) think that shocks me at all just give that a go as you do right um now it is said that women apparently I'm going to say inverted commas here, fall in love, inverted commas, after sex. But what I call it is that they just feel more into it. So I think it's just they're hornier. Now, the reason we as women feel this is because we actually release um, oxytocin, uh, which I know now is actually called the hormone cuddle. Um, So it's cute, isn't it? So when we Mm. release this, us as women let our guard down apparently um and have that feeling of warmth after sex and apparently that feeling of again inverted commas love um now men do also release this but other hormones interact with it and dampen it uh which leads for women to feel up to eight times more bonded and hornier through sex who would have known (laughs) i mean i can totally relate with that in the sense that I like a cuddle afterwards yeah and I feel a bit more like oh my god that was amazing like let's chat about it or whatever um do yeah. you chat about sex no, after having ne- sex <laughs> no, not necessarily do you like just lie that? there and go oh that was great that was so well. maybe next time you should try this though <laughs> um no but I just mean like I like a cuddle or just like yeah killing and and just like still being close and stuff like that whereas um majority of guys are like oh I'm hot get away from me or like kind of wipes themselves down and is like right do you want some food and I'm just like yeah let's just stay back and cuddle let's just carry on cuddling yeah but I actually like I like the name of it the hormone cuddle I think it's cute but but apparently it releases kind of something into our brain which makes us think that we're falling in love which girls it's not it's just called the hormone cuddle it's just like when you're a kid and you get your favorite teddy bear and 
at Christmas or yeah. birthday. It's just, it's that feeling. Um, now, another fun fact that makes women more hornier than men. Now, listen up, men. It's all about kissing and licking one area. Can you guess it? <laughs> um, I mean, if you would have just said licking, I would have definitely guessed vagina. Um, but <laughs> I would say your neck. Only because I really like that. Or nibbling of my ear. That's delightful too. Well, drum roll, please, because it is the neck. <laughs> well, got to be right then. It is it. The, yeah, it is the neck. So kisses on the neck could be one of the biggest turn-ons for women. Now, a study showed that um, the nape of your neck is one of the uh, best parts to kiss ahead of the boobs and the nipples. And it was also reported, boys, listen up, that women's necks are more sensitive light touch than any part of the body so i'm sorry boys it's all about the necks then the clit it would seem so if you want to make a girl horny touch the neck no or like if someone comes from behind you obviously you can be clothed it doesn't need to be really sexual right now but someone comes behind you and just kisses you on your neck you're like oh it's a bit like your um, shivers yeah i'm trying to think it's reminding me of like a a cartoon right now I don't know why that's probably really, really oh weird gosh. but you're like like a cartoon going, like do it again I feel like you're do just thinking of like Bugs Bunny or something <laughs> I don't no. know. oh I don't know but yes it's definitely like it's 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 good it's good boys I definitely recommend so there we go now another fun fact is to support my argument that women are hornier is that women have a special power and that special power as you mentioned it earlier, Lou, it's ovulation. (laughs) Now, they are more likely to be turned on to the max at this time. Now, it's all about the hormones, girls. We have ovulation and the cuddle hormones. We definitely have the maximum horniness. uh, Horniness. Horniness. (laughs) Horniness. Horniness. That should be something. Horniness. That is actually, I'm going to, I'm going to trademark that now. Horniness. Speak to Oxford Dictionary. That's it. Horniness is the new word. It's horny and our hormones together which makes us one 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 special unit guys um but yeah so um now I've been saying for years and now I know I'm not the only one saying it but women do not orgasm from penetrative sex alone so a report of sexual behavior in 2016 found that only 65 percent of straight women climax during sex compared to 95% of men. However, boys, when we do orgasm, we can orgasm. Now, they do last longer, obviously, than men's. And men's, yours last average 13 seconds. Now, a woman, we can last up to 51 seconds and more. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. I think we're hornier. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? <laughs> wow, I mean, that's pretty sucky if it's only 13 seconds. But I suppose, I wonder if they can have multiple. No, so this is the thing. And women can also have multiple. Mm. So, Got I don't know. Man. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Men could have multiple or they may have to, like, rest up a little bit and then go again. But mm. from a woman's, like, from a woman, we can multiple and we can do X, going. Y and Z. Yeah. So, I again, another argument to support my argument in that women are hornier than men. Mm. So, again, I'm not trying to be biased, but I'm just going to try and help the lads out a little bit here. Now, um, so men do have a much higher sex drive when they are younger. It's fact. 
uh, hormones will be running around those little bodies, left, right, and center. However, <laughs> men aged over 30, listen to this, with lots of hair on their head could be lacking the testosterone. I can't even speak today. And study shows um, a lower sex drive. But I think that's a little bit mind-blowing. So what they're saying is that a man with a bald head or who is balding has a higher sex drive than those who have long flowing flocks. Flocks or locks? Locks. (laughs) (laughs) Flowing locks. Oh, my God. Honestly. (laughs) Do you know what? I'm just having one of those those days. One of those days. And it's like mind farts, isn't it? It's like Mm. you think of things in your head like hormonous which is hormones and horniness put together (laughs) and now I've got flowing locks and I've now made up the word flocks I don't think it's a made up word but it's not in context I I generally just think I'm a walking dictionary (laughs) you heard it here guys my dictionary will be coming out in 2022 uh my signing uh yeah but no how weird's that what do you think that is weird I mean I don't know, you know, like they say little like smaller guys are angrier than taller guys because they're so frustrated that they're so small. Maybe bold guys are because they think they've really got to put it out because they don't think they're going to be as attractive with with no hair. I mean, I love a bit of the rock. He is delightful. Yeah. All for a bold man. Um, But yeah, I would never have thought that because essentially they promote caffeine enhancing shampoo so that men don't lose their hair surely it's more important that they don't lose their sex drive but maybe that's why viagra's out yeah maybe well this is the thing it's well this is the thing where women's hormones work in their favor and make them hornier Mm. unfortunately men's hormones don't work in their favor Mm. and make them less hornier (laughs) which it doesn't really help the balance if if i'm honest no so this is obviously not the case with all men. And again, I'm not a sex expert. I'm just kind of reading the facts. Um, and to be fair, <clears throat> men do have uh, sex on their brain at least 19 times a day, apparently. Whereas women only think about roughly sex about 10 times a day, I think it is. Um, but this doesn't make men the hornier race just because you think about it more. I think there are bigger fish to fry in in my argument in the sense that like I've mentioned, we've got hormones, we've got the hormone cuddle, we've got studies that show that when we look at images of, well, sexual images or porn, we have the same feelings and the same endorphins. So even though I'm trying to help the male side of things, it is kind of proving I am right. Mm. And my sister is. Um, But I think with also that in mind, um, maybe men just don't have anything else to think about. Maybe not. Maybe that's that's that. Or maybe they think of it more often because they're watching porn more often. So it's just always on their brain. Although I've got to be honest, I definitely don't think about it 10 times a day. Um, Absolutely not. I'm too busy in work for that. And then I watch Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean I haven't got time for that well there, there you go guys you've heard it here today my sister has no time to think about sex <laughs> <laughs> 10 times a day Jeez Louise. but also another thing that really blew my mind when I was doing my research wasn't just about the bold guys so 
big up to the bold guys, but bigger bellied blokes last longer in bed. Mm. So due to a study in Turkey that found they last longer in intercourse for an average of seven minutes and 18 seconds compared to a very ripped man who maximum lasts two minutes. Um, And also men that snore later down the line can actually lead to erectile dysfunction. Really? It, how do they even... I don't know how they did this study, but that's what it says. Um, don't ask me why. I didn't kind of read into too much of that because I don't think I wanted to know how they found out. Mm. Um, but apparently that's fact. So it's, it's, I think it's more when people have sleep apnea. So I don't think it's just the when boys especially go out and have a few drinks or a few pints, they right, snore. It's, like... it's when they have sleep apnea. There must be something to do with that. But right, that's fair. With regarding with all the facts that I've thrown at you at the moment, Lou, what are you thinking? Um, I mean, I knew about the whole boys thinking about sex more. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never have guessed that bolder and larger men <laughs> are the ones to go for if you want a good session. You want a good sex life. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> Bold but, um, dad bods, where are you? I'm single. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh god i can just imagine now sorry i just had a horrific image in my head right but yes any bold and larger dad bods <laughs> no, who um would like to take my sister out she is single she is beautiful uh she would like a taller man um but yes as long as you uh can take her out for dinner and you can treat her nicely i will accept you to take my sister out <laughs> Call me me on X. No, I'm joking. Um, um, So just reading up on all my fun facts, um, I I, I can help both sexes like moving forward. So female arousals take longer than a man's, obviously. So men start it early. Um, Instead of kind of hitting the sheets straight away, just go up, curl up to them, get them on the sofa, have a bit of a makeout session, look them in the eyes, make it very intimate, um, and then start the foreplay, make the foreplay last, and mm. then have sex. That's the way forward. That boosts intimacy, and it's going to help both of you guys in the bedroom. It's going to help you. It's going to help her. It's going to help the orgasms at the end but it, realistically the more foreplay the more sexual tension the hornier but you're both going to get and then i know boris has screwed it but your libidos are saved thank you danielle mm-hmm. <laughs> so um and also the secret g-spot ladies and gentlemen now this is helping a man with his arousal uh so chinese medicine and acupuncture have agreed that if you hit the belly button a man's belly button in the right place you're going to be helping his sex drive a lot and can even help him <laughs> with erectile problems in the future so men and women keep touching that belly button oh my god that makes me feel sick it does make me like, i don't like belly how, buttons no. but... <laughs> how far and how hard do you have to push it because if you push your belly button too far it hurts it's like ow it's just weird like maybe but they've got an outie as well Ugh. i don't know maybe rub it like a genie bottle like you just you like (laughs) i've never heard of that the fact is right now i'm like 
using my hand in the air like trying unless I've got really (laughs) pointy acrylics I can't imagine that is going to be you don't use the acrylics you use like the palm of your little top of the finger and then you rub it in yeah but my nail will definitely get in the way I don't know I I can't admit that I've never tried Uh, no I have never tried and I feel like I want to try it is there not any videos of how to I I I honestly (laughs) that would be like watching some I don't like belly buttons and I do not like feet it's like Mr Pimple Popper or something like that yeah it would be oh like when they say about touching as well do you lick a belly button does that help absolutely not no that's disgusting belly button fluff (laughs) (laughs) no is it the the same feeling that we have on the necks that men have on their belly buttons no I really want to try this out we'll do it you can you tell me (laughs) you can be the guinea pig i'll be the guinea pig um so um god i've just really got some horrible images in my head i do apologize sugar babies (laughs) (laughs) right so um last but not least um uh what we see on porn is very unrealistic i know we said this before but sex usually lasts how long do you reckon, Lee? 45 minutes. Really? You've obviously not been doing it right. No, 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 no. I'm just, <laughs> just saying, where did you read this? This is um, one facts. Um, oh, I've not so, read anything. Well, apparently it lasts up to three minutes. No. Yeah. So I think it's like the arousal and kind of the horniness. Apparently it's three minutes. Um, apparently it's, it's plenty. Um, but what we see obviously on porn lasts hours mm. um that's unrealistic um and i kind of guess that there's a lot of lube being used on sets um i would love to know actually how much lube is used on a set um but the average length of penetrative sex lasts just a few minutes with some reports lasting anywhere from three minutes to 15 hmm. which is strange but I so so I have kind of gone off subject a little bit, and I agree that kind of the hormones and whatnot help women, etc. I really can't talk today, <laughs> etc. <laughs> it's been such a long day. Oh, Trust me, when you it's, it's it's a funny thing so when I do these podcasts I have to do a lot of research and trust me the amount of information about sex that is going trust me guys I am thinking about even, 19 times a day I think it's more it's because it's not even like an arousal fact thing I'm just thinking about it because all this information is going through my head just and stay in there sometimes I'm mind blown I'm like this cannot this cannot be true but apparently it is um well I just think that women are hornier than men. Mm. And that's that is my final my final output to life is the fact that I'm going to stick with that. I can I assure, agree. and I think with reading my research and kind of the studies, how these people do these studies, I'd love to see. But these studies that are being done, I think proves that I'm right and you're right too. Mm. I would say so. Yeah. Good. I mean I think everyone, like, you're going to have anomalies within each sex, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think definitely as overall, we we definitely are a little bit more horny. And this is just from experience and, and speaking to friends. So, 
yeah that's the same with me like I like I've got guy mates and I've got girl mates and I think generally speaking to my girlfriends about it they their sex stories and the way they talk about it is a lot more full-on than it is a blokes like you do get some blokes that say this this and that and they yeah obviously blokes are horny but they talk about it all the time whereas girls don't we keep it to ourselves and what stays in the bedroom stays in the bed what happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom (laughs) but it does and I think sometimes we do obviously talk to girls uh like our girlfriends about it um but I think men are just kind of a bit more open about it yeah I'd agree which is fine but this is kind of what these conversations that my sister and me have is that we're just having open conversations about it I think sex isn't spoken about enough in the right way and sometimes it's spoken about very much in the wrong way yeah and I know people in the past that their sex life has literally been the topic of either through school um or through friends um and I've seen kind of the darker side of those conversations where you think you trust someone and they just spill the beans but I think this is the thing and this is why I kind of wanted to bring everyone to my sugar baby family and to my sugar baby world people thought I was mad doing this but actually in hindsight I think the messages that I get and the conversations that I've had since doing this have been really, really supportive and have been really lovely. Um, and just kind of saying like, thanks um, for having kind of the women's perspective of it. Um, I didn't realize that women think this way or it's actually really good that you're having these open conversations because I'd never thought I would speak to either I, a family member or my children about it. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously the subject that we had last week. So kind of like, Lou, like, obviously I've dragged you onto my little adventure. Like, do you agree, like, coming onto it and stuff, conversations are being had more around, like, your group of friends? Or has it always been that case? Or have you had situations in the past where it's been... People know who know me know that I'm quite open and I'll just, like, chat about anything and everything so around kind of like my friendship group it's it's no shock that kind of I'm I'm on here and and I'm yeah. chatting to you about this but there are definitely people out there that don't talk about it enough or no. almost like look down at you if you are quite open to say I mean I'm not talking about it because I'm bragging like that's not it at all I no. just think it's it's we're humans it's good to get some kind of perspective to get mm. some advice um and to obviously just kind of chat to your, to your mates and family about it obviously not not, not my dad but mum <laughs> knows everything um but yeah I think this, people don't do it enough and it's it's still no. a little bit seen as uh tacky or slutty or um it's just misconstrued in the wrong way like it, it should just be it's a natural thing yeah. animals are at it why can't we well I think we were put on this earth we we we've got we ovulate for a reason we obviously exactly. he- we're obviously here to reproduce so the only way we guys can reproduce is to have sex unless you're Jesus. Well, Jesus's parents and he was just here, immaculate. But so that I, I think this is a thing. I think it's it's one of those things. Sex to me growing up was very kind of hush hush, kind of dirty, kind of, oh, you weren't allowed to talk about it. But yeah. then it's it's what, 2021? And I think there's enough out there. There's, you've got different platforms. You've got OnlyFans, you've got porn, you've got kind of Playboy whilst we were growing up. 
you had um, glamour magazines. So people started seeing things for what they were. It wasn't something that was naughty or kind of disgusting. <clears throat> and the magazine, I thought the magazines were great. Like I know I did glamour and I, I'm a little bit biased maybe, but when you actually got a glamour magazine, yes, you had a few naked girls on there and et cetera, whatever. But a lot of the magazines were about sports and about what men talk about. And I think it was trying to promote, well, my view on it was, it was promoting men talking about all the things that they love, whether it be football, rugby, whether it be kind of those gross stories that they would randomly put in there. Um, but then it would also be kind of like talking about sex and talking girls being on there and kind of having these conversations, but on a magazine. Mm. So, I think we've got to remember, like, it is out there. And yeah, yeah. now, like, it is more talked about more, mm. but it needs to be talked about in the right way because unlike when we were younger and it was all a bit hush hush and people mm-hmm. were known as frigid and all that stuff people are getting younger and younger and starting to do things and lose yeah. their virginity and they all they see is kind of the the, the, the dark the, side of the it the darker side of it exactly so i think yeah the, these conversations are good we need to keep having them just to yeah. open everything up educate everyone and um yeah make the world a safer safer happier. sexual place exactly there we go. I feel like we should run for mayor. <laughs> um, but right. So I think for this week, um, Sugar Babies, I think that's a wrap. Again, I think we can discuss it more and more and more, which we will do in future episodes. But I think for right now, I think that's enough. Um, and again, I can't thank you enough, Lou, for coming on. That's okay. So next week, Sugar Baby Family, uh, we will have a new guest and a new topic. So my guest next week will be Ricky Lintot. I think I've pronounced that correctly. Um, so he is um, going to be discussing OnlyFans and Findom. Um, I actually have no idea what Findom was, um, nor do I actually know it. So I need to do my research on it before I get to speak to him next week. Uh, Lou, are you going to be joining me next week? I can do. I think it will be a very interesting conversation. I think so. Um, but yeah, so again, Sugar Babies, if you have any questions for me, for my sister or for Ricky, please let me know on my Instagram so I can read them out next week or I can kind of have that open conversation um, with all of us. Um, and again, that is a wrap for myself and Lou. And I just want to say a massive thank you again and just already for the support. I can't tell you how amazing it has been so i love you all and you are the greatest sugar baby family ever so i will see you soon i'll see you next week and thank you again lou thank you see you next week sugar babies see you later bye bye